Welcome to the Dew of Heaven service with Reverend Brighton Krumah. Reverend Brighton Krumah brings you powerful and practical teachings of the Word of God, which is able to save your soul. Reverend Bright currently pastors the Bronx North Branch of the Kodesh Family Church in New York City, a church full of love, joy, and enthusiasm for the Lord. We pray that this message brings hope and light to your life. Listen and be blessed. Either for our good, Lord, we know indeed that whatever you allow to happen to us is working together for our good. Therefore, Lord, we are confident that our presence here today is purpose in the heavens to work together for our good. Therefore, we invite your spirit to speak to us, minister to our hearts, and let us not leave this place the same. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Clap your hands together as you take your seat sit on top of your enemy wonderful and tonight um for a short time i just want to continue a message that we began sharing a year ago we began sharing last year about do you remember we were sharing some messages last year some of you don't remember but um we were sharing a message about the good work that god has begun in you and we want to continue with that message there's a lot of things that i i want to share with you before we conclude on this message and so um i want us to Turn our Bibles to Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. Let us read our foundational scripture and we can dive into our message. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. The scripture says, Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. Why don't we all read it together? One, two, three, go. Look, look, I want you to read it as loud as possible so that you can only hear yourself. Do you hear me when I speak into the microphone? I want to also hear you. So, one, two, three, go. This very thing that he which has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Philippians 1, 6. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. He which had begun a good work in you. A good work has begun in you. And we are talking about the different areas that God is doing a good work in you. The different areas that God has begun a good work in you. And we have talked about or we talked about four dimensions of the flesh, different um, things that God is doing, or what is expected of our flesh. And we talk about the sinner's flesh. Do you remember? We talk about the sinner's flesh. I want you to refresh your memory because we are going to continue into this message for some time. Perhaps there may be a little bit of a break somewhere 
you know, as we will share about our fasting also. But um, we're going to talk about this message for some time. So um, I want you to refresh, take your notes. Do you have notes? Yes. Yeah. And um, we talk about these four dimensions of the flesh. We talk about the sinner's flesh, the uncontrolled Christian flesh. Do you remember? And then we talked about the controlled Christian flesh. And then we talk about the glorious or the resurrected flesh. Do you have all of that? Yes. Yes. So we talked about all these areas of the flesh. And then we move on to talk about the spirit. Do you remember? We began talking about the wicked and unsaved spirit. The wicked and unsaved spirit. And we say that he's desperately wicked. Is that Eunice? Eunice, you are welcome. Wonderful. We said the wicked and unsaved spirit is desperately wicked. Amen. And we shared so much about this spirit. Hallelujah. We talk a lot about this spirit. And um, we want to move on. Now, we want to move on and talk about the different dimensions of the spirit as well. Um, so, we, today or tonight, we want to talk about the baby human spirit. The baby human spirit. Okay? Now, here we are talking about a stage of the spirit of a born-again Christian. The born-again Christian is in this stage which we term the baby human spirit. Okay? Turn your Bibles to 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2. 1 Peter 2 and verse 2. So the Bible says, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. Now here we're not talking about the physical baby. Okay, we are not talking about the physical baby. The physical baby, that we don't expect the physical baby to desire the sincere milk of the word. Is that so? That is why they are not here. Okay. They desire the sincere milk of their mother's breast. That is what they desire. But the human spirit of a born-again Christian, when you are born again, you are in a stage where you are in a baby stage, and the scripture is saying you ought to desire the sincere milk of the word. To desire the sincere milk of the word. When you are crying, that is what you should cry for. Amen. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? That is what is expected of someone who is born again. What is going to make you grow thereby is the sincere milk of the word of God. It is the word of God that will make you grow. It is not your association with anyone in the church. It is not with your friends in the church. Do you understand? It is the word of God. The only thing that is now you are, is going to feed you to make you grow as a newborn babe is the word of God. Do you understand? 
That is what is going to make you grow. It's not a position in a church. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? It's not a position in a church that will make you feel grown. It is the word of God. It says that you may grow thereby. Have a desire for the word of God. That means if there's any inconveniences like this, even for tonight's service, you want to come. Have a desire for the word of God. That the word of God is going to be shared and I cannot afford not to hear it. Do you understand? Yeah. So the Bible is saying that when you are a born again, you go through a baby stage. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 13, it says, for everyone, Hebrews 5, 13, for everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. He is a babe. Do you understand? You are in a baby stage, and so you need a milk. You need a milk. You are not skillful yet. It's not a time to fight for positions. What you need is the word. You are a babe, and you don't be angry that they didn't appoint you this, or they didn't make you this. What should matter to you when they take the word of God from you? You have to have a desire for the word of God. That is what is going to make you skillful. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? So the Bible is saying when you are born again, you are in a baby stage and you need the word of God. That means you can be physically grown adult. Do you understand? You can be physically grown adult with beard and mustache and gray hair. When you are born again, you are in a baby stage. Your spirit is in a baby stage. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You, are, you have a baby spirit. Though you are a grown man or a grown woman, your spirit is a baby. And the other way around, you can also be a young person. Do you understand? You are a young person, but have a mature spirit. Your spirit is grown and mature. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You see, it's important for you to understand this concept. It is very important for you to understand this concept. That you can be a grown adult. Grown adult, but with a small spirit, baby spirit. That needs to grow. That needs to be fed. That needs milk. And you can be a young adult. But you, are, you have a mature spirit... And you are skillful for the word of righteousness. You are skillful and you can be assigned to do some mature things in the spirit. Or you don't understand the word of God this evening. You don't understand the word of God. Hallelujah. You know, um, I heard about um, a man called I think it's Robert Ladin. And he, um, he, I think he wrote a book about caught up in heaven or something like that, if you've heard about it. You know, this man, at the age of eight, 
at the age of eight, you know, he had this vision. You know, he had a vision where he was taken up to heaven. Do you understand? He was eight years old and he was taken up to heaven. And in heaven, he was like a 33-year-old man. He, he, he was looked upon as like a 33-year-old man, letting him do things like an, a young man, age 33. Do you understand? Now, this young guy, when he was that age, you know, at this early age, apparently his grandmother always made them read the Bible, do their quiet time, study the Bible. Whether they understood it or not, he, she made them read it. She made them just read it. You see? So he was so young, but spiritually, he became very mature. That when he was with his classmates, age eight, he was not the same spiritually. Do you understand? And when he was age eight with 20-year-olds, he was not the same. Mature. I mean, he, spiritually, he was mature. He knew more than 20-year-olds who just became Christians. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? And so, even as a young man, tender age, they will invite very powerful, anointed men of God to a conference to speak, and he's one of them. He's one of them. Do you understand? He says, for everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word. But he now, he's skillful in the word. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? And he will minister with such people. So I'm saying that you can have a very mature physical body, but very young spirit. Very babyish spirit. Or you can have a very young physical body or young physical age, but very old age spirit. You have a strong, mature spirit. Hallelujah. That is why you can have a very young pastor, you know, who is ministering to a church full of grown-ups and adults. You can have a young pastor that is ministering to adults. Do you understand? But when you don't understand, when you, you, are, you don't understand these spiritual things, you, you relate always in the physical. You, you always relate in the physical and you look at, look at these young boys that are around these days. Young, young pastors. Why are they making all these young boys pastors? You see, you, you, you don't understand. You don't understand. Amen. There are people who describe our church as young people's church. Do you understand? They describe our churches as young people's churches. And they will never join our churches. Because they are old. See, personally, that is why I admire the grown-ups that are in our church. I admire them. And it shows that they are mature. You know? It's, 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 it's so beautiful. And it shows spiritual maturity. Do you understand? Yeah. But there are some people they can't receive. They can't receive. And you miss out when you relate like that. You miss out. 
You can choose to sit in a church where the pastor has beard, gray hair, beard, and come and read Psalms and finish the scroll and close it and walk out majestically, you know, and there's no wawizi and shabaya and not none of these things. Do you understand? And you can come to a church like that and never be blessed. Never understand the word of God. Do you understand the word of God as I'm sharing with you right now? Yeah. Do you see? Yeah. So if you don't understand these concepts, these spiritual concepts, and you are always relating in the physical, you miss out. You don't, you don't receive anointings and power. Because you are relating with, with the person in the physical. You are looking at the person's age. And his smooth face, no beard, no mustache, no gray hair. Do you understand? You see, even in the physical, you know, even in, in medicine, there are, certain, there are certain people, you know, when real grown-ups, real adults, you know, older people, that when they go to see a doctor, and the doctor is a young person, they sit with the person, all through the interview, they will never tell you their history. They will never, they come and today, ah, you are the one today? You, whatever you ask them, they won't tell you. They will not tell you. They will come another, they will make another appointment to see a gray bearded, gray hair. Everything you ask them, oh, you know, it's an old age, you know. It's an old age, you know, you know, the same old age. Everything you ask them. So, how about, oh, my son, it's an old age. You know, my, they call you my son. They will not even call you doctor. Oh, it's the old age. You know, then they will play with you like that and then they will leave. And then they make another appointment. And they miss out. Do you understand? They miss out because they are waiting for the old doctor who does not read literature anymore, is not current, doesn't know new things, doesn't know new innovations, can use new tools to operate, and it's the same operation that will cut you from top to bottom to open your whole intestines. Meanwhile, there's a young person with a new technology that can do minimally invasive surgery, but he looks too young. You can receive. Do you understand? You can receive. You say, oh, he's got arthritis. You know, he's old age. Old age. And they go. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. That is why someone as young as Timothy can be a pastor in a church full of people of his mother and grandmother's age. And pastoring them. Because as a young child, as a young child, he started growing in the spirit. And you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. So I personally admire the grown-ups that are in our churches. I really admire them. That they come weekday service. Look at them. Weekday service. They come to listen to... And 
even young, young people, babes, they are not even here. Babes physically, babes spiritually, they are not here. Amen. So your spirit will go through certain processes or it, it will go through certain stages. And one such stage is that your spirit is a baby and ought to grow. You are in a baby stage and that you ought to grow. And that level of your spiritual development is called the human baby or the baby human spirit. Do you understand? Yeah, you are in a baby state. The spirit of that human is in a baby state. So, there is the baby. The sp- when we talk about the spiritual aspect or the spiritual dimension, we are going to talk about the baby spirit, okay? The baby human spirit. And then we will talk about the child human spirit. And then we will talk about the adult human spirit. Okay? So we're going to talk about these three stages or these three dimensions of the human spirit. And I'm going to give you a couple of characteristics for each one of them. And then um, we will close and then we will go home. Do you want us to share about these things? Do you think it's important for us to know about these things? Yeah. So we want to talk about the characteristics of the baby human spirit. The characteristics of the baby human spirit. And number one, the baby human spirit or babies cry a lot or are easily offended. Babies cry a lot and are easily offended. That's the first characteristic. Amen. So that is one of the characteristics. When a person is at this stage, when a person is at this stage, one of the characteristics is that they are easily offended or they cry a lot. They cry a lot. Now you notice that one of the key features of physical babies is that they cry a lot. That is one of the key features. You can identify the presence of a child or a baby by just hearing cry. And you will know that there's a baby around. When you enter an airplane and you enter, there's so many people and the baby can announce himself that I am around just by the crying. You will know that this flight, we are flying with a baby and we, are, we must be prepared to fly with a baby. You see, so as soon as you enter, he announced that I am here by their crying. Do you understand? And they cry a lot. Babies get easily irritated at anything and they cry a lot. They are easily irritated. Anything irritates babies. A born again Christian who gets easily offended or easily irritated is at the stage of the baby human spirit. You are born again and you notice that you easily get offended or you are easily irritated is a sign or a characteristic that you are 
in a baby human spirit stage. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Or you don't understand? So it does not matter how long you have been a Christian. It does not matter how long you have been a born again. If you are easily offended or you are easily irritated, it tells you that you are a baby human spirit. You are a babe. You are a baby Christian. And it doesn't matter if you gave your life to Christ 15 years ago. If your characteristic, your nature is that anything irritates you and you are easily offended, it is a sign that you are in a baby state. Believe the word of God and then it will change you. Do you understand? You have to believe the word of God. I didn't say this. I didn't write this. These things were written many, many thousand years ago, two thousand years ago. I was not there. Do you understand? So believe it. That the characteristic of a baby Christian is that he cries a lot. He is easily offended or she is easily offended. Hallelujah. Anything that happens makes you change your mood. Anything that happens is able to change your mood. Anything, any small thing that we see that your mood is changed. You are a babe. You are in a baby stage. Amen. You put on certain attitude. You know, you, 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 anything that small thing that happens, you don't smile anymore. You don't laugh anymore. Then you make a face to, for us to know that something is wrong. You are not happy with what is happening. Do you understand? To show that you are offended is a sign that you are in a baby state. You see, if you don't accept, if you don't accept this, you will not grow. This is the word of God. And you must desire it so that you may grow thereby. Because as I'm sharing, you are offended. Right now, you are offended. It's a sign that, tell your neighbor, you are a babe. Amen. It's a sign that you are a bit. Every little thing that happens, every little thing that happens, you stop doing the things that you normally do. Something small, somebody says something to you, you stop doing the things that you are doing. And then you leave it for a while and then you pick it up again. And then something happens and then you stop. And then you leave it for a while and then we talk to you and then you pick it up again. Something happens more, you stop. And then it's a sign that you are a babe. I will not sing in the choir anymore. I will not dance. I will not do this anymore. I will not play anymore. I will not do this anymore. I will not. You, 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 you. It's a sign that you are a babe. And it doesn't matter how many years you have been a Christian. It doesn't matter how many years you have been a chorister. And it doesn't matter how well you sing. And it doesn't matter how well you sing and how the power of God moves. You see, don't be deceived by those things. Do not be deceived by those things. That you minister, you, you, you sing, and you, you, we can feel the anointing of the Lord. Listen, the anointing is for the people and it's not for you. It's for the people. Have you not realized that when you sing in your house, 
no power is moving around. <laughs> Have you not realized that? Yeah. Try. Try and see that if you start singing, your husband and your, your children start falling under the spirit and the, the, you, you try it and see. Yeah. <laughs> Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Or you don't understand the word of God this evening? Every little thing offends you. Every little thing offends you. I was sick. The pastor didn't visit me. It doesn't matter how many people the pastor sends to visit you. I was sick. The pastor didn't visit me. It was my birthday and the pastor didn't call me. The pastor didn't pray for me. When he prayed for me, it was a very short prayer. And you are offended. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? During the preaching, as the pastor was preaching, you know, he was looking at me. And as he was preaching, he was looking at me. And all the people thought this was, it was me. You know, and then you are offended. When I'm preaching, do I have to look up in the sky to preach or I have to look at somebody? I can't look in the sky and be preaching. Look in the ceiling. You see? Everything offends you. Everything offends you. And they're preaching, and you say, I have a feeling that it's about me. I had a feeling that it's about me. Feelings. What feeling? It's a baby feeling. You see, I had a feeling that it's about me. You see? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So, you see, when you are a person like that, it is difficult to be with you. When you are in, a, in that stage, it is difficult to be with you. It is difficult to be married to you. It is difficult to be married to you because everything offends you. Everything offends you. Everything makes you cry. Everything, then you are crying. Small thing, you are crying. It's a sign that you are a babe. Everything makes you conclude that we don't love you. Uh, I don't think you love me. I don't think you love me. If you care about me, you won't do this. I don't think you care about me. I don't think you get, The way you even handle the thing to me, it's a sign that you don't care about me. It's a sign that you are a babe. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? I think the anointing is moving in this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Amen. You see, it's, it's difficult to be with a person like that. Do you understand? It is difficult when you are... Let me move here. <laughs> it's difficult. These are the place. I think I feel the forces here. The forces are coming here. It's difficult to be with a person like that. Do you understand, Constance? That is why, that is why it's difficult to care for babies. Do you understand? It's not, ple- it's not pleasant when there are babies like that. They cry a lot. They cry and sometimes you don't even know what to do with them. 
Do you understand? You don't know, you, you don't know what to do so they won't cry. Yes. You know, so you are, if they are sleeping, you don't, quiet, you don't, you don't want them to cry. You know, they are eating, hey, don't disturb, and then you don't want to move, you don't, you, everything, you have to be careful. It's not pleasant to be with someone like that. It's not pleasant. You are a babe. Hmm? You are a babe. It's not pleasant. So, it's not easy. You see, that is why it's not everyone who can handle a baby. Do you understand? There are some people, they get frustrated. They don't know what to do. Are you wet? They change you. You are still crying. Are you hungry? They feed you. you are, we don't know what is wrong. We can't figure out what is wrong. You're just crying. Everything, you are crying. You see, so we think it is, you are hungry and we are giving you food. Do you see? But you are still crying, so, so no, we try to figure out. We have to figure it out. Maybe you are wet, and then we check you are not wet. Maybe it's gas, and then we, that's another, maybe it's gas, or oh, let's rub the stuff, it's not gas. Maybe you are too hot, take the clothes off. Or maybe you are too cold, let's cover you. We don't know what to do with you, and it's frustrating. Do you understand? It's frustrating when you are like that. That is why some people, when they are not mature, they, they shake the baby. Stop! 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 They don't know what to do. That's why it's not everyone that you can leave your baby with. Do you understand? Because babies, that is their characteristics. Their nature is crying. And a Christian who is like that is a babe. A Christian who is easily offended. The preaching was about me. I'm not coming for three weeks and we have to figure out what happened. What have we done? What did we do? Why? Why are you offended? We don't know. We have to figure out. Was it you? Did you say something to him? Was it the diaper? Was it the food? Is it the milk? Was it, is it too hot? Is it too cold? Did we give it to him when it was too cold? Was it too We don't know. And you are gone. You are crying. We have to figure out. It's difficult like that. And that stage, you ought to grow. That is why the Bible says you can remain in that stage. It's not easy for us to care for you in that stage. So as a newborn babe, you ought to desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Grow. Grow thereby. Grow thereby. You can remain in that stage. That we continue figuring out. Why are you not singing tonight? Why did you? Why? Why? Why were you not in the choir? Why are you not singing? It's too much. It makes the work difficult. It makes raising you up difficult. So after we have given you milk and we have fed you, we have clothed you, changed your diapers, we can continue to do that. So you ought to grow thereby. You ought to grow thereby. Is somebody understand the word of God tonight? Yeah. You have to grow. You have to grow. We have to pass the milk to other babies. We have to, we have to, we have to now spend that time caring for other babies. But you are still requiring the sincere milk of the word all these years. All these years of feeding, giving you milk, and feeding you and feeding you all the messages preaching, sharing about offense and you still easily get irritated on offense, you got to grow thereby. You ought to grow thereby. 
Otherwise, you drying the milk. You drying the milk. And there are others who have now our newborn babes that need the milk. And all our time and our attention, visiting, conversation, prayers, worrying, is about you. Are you understanding the word of God tonight? Yeah. So the Bible says, for everyone that uses milk, it's unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he's a babe. And as a newborn babe, desire the sincere milk of the word. You ought to grow. Hope, do you understand the word of God? Yeah. So you can be a young man, but mature in the spirit. Young man. Mature in the spirit. And so you are grown, you are adult. Oh, they have a prayer meeting. Oh, these young people are leading. Young people are leading prayers. So you won't come on a prayer line because you are, you are, but you are a babe. Hallelujah. Why don't you come for Jesus? Amen. There are some of you who get easily offended. You drive us, you drive us nuts. We don't, we, we, you drive us nuts. <laughs> we don't know, we don't even know why you are offended. We don't know why you are crying. We don't know why you are not coming. And then we are figuring out. We're figuring out. Perhaps it's a diaper. Perhaps the milk was too hot. Perhaps it was too cold. Perhaps she needs to be changed. Perhaps she needs this. Perhaps this. And then you, you, it's too much. Do you understand? So we don't expect babies to remain in that stage for so long. We don't expect them. Amen. You don't expect them. Some of you, anything offends you. Anything offends you. Anyone in the church can offend you. Anyone in the church. It doesn't matter who the person is. Anyone in the church can offend you. And make you angry. You, that means you are easily offended. And the Bible says you are a babe. Hallelujah. You are a babe. You see, you should not let people offend you and drive you out and drive you out you have come to church you like the church but this man here you met this man here in the hallway and he passed by he didn't say hello and so you are offended or he said something that you didn't like or he made a comment about your hair or about something that you didn't and then because of him. Look at Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1. It says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. Which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience. Patience is not for children. It's not for babes. Patience, when we talk about patience, 
Babies don't have patience. Are you understanding me, Hilda? Babies do not have patience. So he says, he says, but let us run with patience the race that is set before us. The next verse, he says, looking unto who? Looking unto Joyce. Looking unto Gifty. Looking unto Ahmed. Looking unto Irene. Looking unto John. Looking unto Jesus. If you look unto this man, you will be offended. He said, for the race that is set before us, you don't look at another man. You don't even look at the pastor. You don't look at your friend. Do you understand? You don't join yourself to, you don't, this is not a person, this is not the reason why you are here. He says, looking unto Jesus, he is the author. He's the one that starts you. He authors you into the faith and he's the finisher. He's the one that is going to finish with you. None of your friends, not your husband, not your wife. The author and finisher of our faith. Joe, do you understand the word of God this evening? Yeah. The author and finisher of our faith. Amen. Amen. So children cry a lot, or babies cry a lot. But we understand, we understand that they are, that is their characteristic. Do you understand? We understand that that is their characteristic. And so we are patient with them. As they are crying, we still figure out. We are patient with them because we expect that they will grow. We expect that if we are patient and we continue to feed them, we continue to give them the milk, we continue to give them the milk, we continue to give them the milk, we know that just by giving them the milk, let them sit on the milk patiently like that. Change them. Change the diaper. They are are crying. Just figure out something. Change the diaper. They are crying. Put them close. Keep them warm. They are too hot. Just feed them. Just feed them. They will grow. <laughs> Do you understand? They will grow. They will grow. And you wouldn't need to do that anymore. So he says, just desire the sincere milk of the word. And so it is expected. We expect that when we have a baby, we expect that we will feed you, clothe you, Deal with all your crying, but we know that this is not forever. You are not going to be like this. We know that it's going to stop. So we are patient. We are patient with you. Your behavior, your, all the things you are doing, we know that you are a newborn babe. You don't know the word of God concerning a young pastor. That is why you are behaving like that. You don't know the word of God concerning fasting. That is why when we are fasting, you can't. You, we, 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 we are patient. We are patient. We, we know you don't understand prayer. What, so you are not coming on the prayer line. We call you. We wake you up. We will encourage you. You know, we notice you are not, we ask you. Some, but we know that all this patience is for a time. We know that you will grow thereby. And then you wouldn't need all of this anymore. So after a while, after we have fed you the milk and fed you the milk and fed you the milk and we are expecting you to grow and you are still not growing and you are still needing the milk. Hey! 
now you see it becomes difficult because even your teeth can bite something that you 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 don't suck you bite now Audrey, do you understand the word of God? Yeah. So then it's not, it's, not, it's not easy with you now. Do you understand? It's not easy with you. So after we have fed you the word of God and fed you and we have taught you loyalty and disloyalty and we still see you behaving like this, we don't know what to do with you. After we have taught you about tithe, and today you still have problems with tithe. And after all this teaching, you still come here with 6% of your. We don't know. And 2.5%. After all the explanation, all the feeding, and you are not growing. Then it's not interesting to be with you. Amen. So after you have fed a baby for so long and they are still wanting the milk, you realize that even the mothers now have to hide hide you to give you the milk because you are annoying you are annoying you know when people see you they want to beat you it's a grown man like that grown boy like that what are you doing under your mother's um, clothes grown boy like that <laughs> you are embarrassment your mother is even embarrassed so now some conversation is even embarrassing to have certain conversation with you after all these years that we are sitting you down to talk about certain things it's embarrassing and sometimes it's as sad that you it's as if you, you it's as if you are not even anointed it's as if you are not even anointed and you say what at this age this is the same problem Do you understand? So it's as if the mother's milk is not nutritious. It doesn't make the child grow. Because we are feeding you and feeding you, but you, still, you are still crawling. You can't even rise to walk. At this stage, we still have to change your diaper. At this stage, you still, we still have to buy diapers. No. No. You become annoying. You become an so some of you at this stage when you are offended, you are putting up certain behavior, you become annoying. Do you understand? And now our attention is back on you. Our attention comes on you. Amen. Babies. Tell your neighbor, grow. Say grow up. Tell the next person, grow up. <laughs> Amen. 
Babies like to cry because they like the attention. It brings them the attention. Everyone stops and we are on you. We, they like the attention. So the shepherds have to call you. The pastor is calling you. The women are calling you. The choir, everyone in the choir is calling you. Why are you not coming? Why are you not? You like the attention. And you continue, and then you come, and then another thing, and then you are gone again for another two months. And you are all the attention again. Some of you get offended, and everyone calls you. The pastor has not called you. You are waiting for the pastor's call. You, if the pastor doesn't call me, I'm not coming. You are like Naaman. You say, I will never be healed unless I thought the pastor himself will come. And then touch me at my leprosy. Put his hand over there. And not send his servants and come and tell me, go and wash in this. Do you see? Yeah, you want the pastor himself. Tell your neighbor, never be easily offended. Say, at this stage, you cannot easily be offended. Amen. You should never be offended to think that the preaching is about me. You should never. Who should I preach about? Who should I preach about? I don't preach abstract message. (laughs) Francis, who should I preach about? If I'm preaching about marriages, I should leave the marriages in the church out and preach about some other marriages. Who should I preach about? If I'm preaching about newlywed wives, newlywed wives, it should not be about you. Who should I preach about? Who should I preach about? Do you understand? So, if you are in a church where the preaching is about you, you should always be glad and thank God. And thank God. Amen. It means that God loves you. It means that the Holy Spirit is concerned about you. And the Holy Spirit is careful about you. If you're in a church where you hear a message, you know, sometimes you come to church and then the word that comes, you think the conversation you had with that friend of yours, he has come to tell the pastor. You think that, you think he has told the pastor something. Do you understand? It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is careful about you. The Holy Spirit loves you. So it should trouble you. You see, if you go to if you go to a doctor's office or some office where waiting room and all the people are there and they come and they call this one. They call this one. They call you. They call this one. You all came for a reason. You came to meet the doctor. But they called everyone and they don't call you. Will you not be offended? Will it not trouble you? 
will you not get up and go to the front desk and say, what's my number? Would you not do that? So how is it that we all come to church and we are expecting that God will speak to us and God speaks to you and now you are angry? You are angry. So it should trouble you. You should come and go down on your knees and say, Lord, how come I've been in the church the last three months? There's no word that has really affected me. They have not preached about my behavior. They have never talked about my marriage. They have never, nothing that, my, the thing that I'm doing in my marriage that is destroying me, it has not come in the preaching. You should go on your knees and go to the front desk and say, how come I've not been called? How come I've not been called? How come I've not been called? Isn't that so, Banson? Yes. Tell somebody, grow up. Say, grow up. The second characteristics of the baby stage. The second characteristics of the baby stage. They cannot easily control themselves. The baby human spirit cannot easily control himself or herself. Amen. So one of the characteristics of babies is that when they have an edge, they cannot control themselves. When they have an edge to do something, they cannot control themselves. If a baby feels like easing himself or herself, it doesn't matter where he is. It doesn't matter who is there. It doesn't matter with whom. It doesn't matter if it is his mother carrying him. If it's his father, a stranger, it doesn't matter. He will just ease himself. That is a baby. They have no control of themselves. But adults are expected to control themselves. Even if the edge is so great, if the edge has such pressure, the adult is expected to control himself. Do you understand? As an adult, you, you ought to control yourself. You have an edge. You really have an edge. But you are standing there nicely. <laughs> you see? And, <laughs> and smiling. You know, you are standing there nicely. Oh, yes. You know, no pressure in your voice. You know, you are not rushing. You are relaxed. Do you understand? No pressure. You are relaxed. And the moment you have the chance, then you run quickly. That is an adult. Do you understand? Strong pressure, but you are controlling it. Do you understand? Strong pressure. Sometimes you feel like this, you, feel, you wish no one was around. <laughs> Isn't that so? But you are controlling yourself. You are controlling yourself. You have a strong edge, but not a baby. 
Babes don't have such edge, I mean, such control over their edges. When they have the edge, they just let go. When they have the edge, they just let go. You see, that is why in meetings, you see that babes, they just get up and they just go. They just get up and they just go. It doesn't matter what stage. The, the pastor is giving a very important point. You see somebody walk out and go. And sometimes I'm shocked. I say, what I'm talking about now, you are walking out. It's a sign that you are a babe. You can't control the edge. And sometimes the edge is as strong as, go and check your hair. Something, you, I, you, it's like you feel like you need to check your hair. Your hair. Your hair. It's like you are sitting down and you feel like you have to go and check the back of your hair. You feel like something is not straight. Or you feel like the wig is twisted. <laughs> you know, you, 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 have a, you have a feeling that the wig is twisted and you want to go and straighten it. And so, you have an edge. You, you, you. But mature Christian, mature Christian, no matter how it is, you just put it on anyhow. Do you understand? Anyhow. Because what is happening is too important. Can I have an amen? amen. That is why you see in most meetings, in most meetings, you will see that at the end, when there's a break, all the mature Christians, the pastors, and they are rushing. They are all rushing. They ask everyone, you are wondering where they are going. Because they are controlling the edge. They're just waiting for the moment. But the rest of them, please, we have only 10 minutes. Nobody should go out. You see three people going out. Do you understand? But mature Christians, the shepherds, people who understand things, people who are grown Christians, you see, they are sitting down. Not that they don't have an edge, but there's a control. But when you are a babe, when a babe, a Christian is in a baby stage, it doesn't matter what stage. Sometimes as, a, as anointing is going on, and then people are talking outside because I have an edge to talk. You have an edge to talk about food, kinky. And did you bring it? And then you stand there, I brought it, I brought it, I brought it. And then you are sitting here, how many, how many? And then you are asking, as anointing, powers are going on. And then people are singing and under the anointing and crying, and how many? Four. Did you bring the fish? <laughs> and then you are getting up to go and put in your trunk, go and put in your car. And come back. Oh, somebody showing you kebab. <laughs> kebab. And then you go out. No control. That's a babe. Tell your neighbor that's a babe. Amen. So in the same way, Christians who are in the start stage, baby stage, they can't control themselves. They feel like fornicating easily. They fornicate. Do you understand? They feel like lying. They lie easily. Nothing bothers them. 
baby Christian, they feel like sleeping in a church, they sit down and they start sleeping. It doesn't matter what their message is, they start sleeping. You see, but an adult, mature Christian, you are tired, very tired. You, 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 you work 48 hours, 24 hours, whatever, very tired. Your eyes are red, but you are sitting down. You know, you stand up and you sit down, you stand up, receiving. That's a mature Christian. As a baby Christian, ah, but you, uh, you, you are the one that canceled the service. Uh-huh. <laughs> ah, why should we come again? Oh, you canceled it. I made my mind already. <laughs> I put my mind in a mode already. You know, you shouldn't have canceled it for the first place. That's a babe. But a mature Christian, you see, you are excited. Oh, we're having a service on. Oh, it's great news. And you are here. Are you blessed tonight? Yeah. But a baby Christian. No church. Baby Christian feels like sleeping. They sleep. They feel like not coming. They sleep and then they come. Why were you not coming to church? Why did you come to church? Oh, I overslept. They confidently tell, oh, I overslept. I overslept. And it's normal. It's okay. Why? I overslept. Why you? <laughs> Something is wrong. Do you understand? I overslept. I didn't. I overslept. That's a babe. That's a babe. But you see, mature Christian, he's tired. But he comes home, changes, takes shower, and run into church. Even if it's left for half an hour, I want to be in church. One hour, I want to be in church. That's a mature Christian. That's a mature Christian. That's a mature Christian. Amen. That's a mature Christian. Are you blessed tonight? So that is why you need to grow. Babies lack the ability. And we ought to understand that. But it is for a period. We understand that they don't have control they can't control themselves. If the baby feels like screaming, they will scream. If, that is why we don't allow the babies to be here. That is why when the baby is sitting in the back, we ask them to take them out because they don't have control. So you as a mother, you cannot control the baby. They, that is their nature. So you say that, oh, my baby, she will not cry. You can't control. You don't know the moment that he's going to scream. That is why we ask that the babies go out. Do you understand? And you who is a mature person should not be like the baby and say, I want to be here. I want to sit with my baby. Do you understand? Yeah. Babies don't have control. But mature adults, they have control. They have control. They have control. You are sleepy, but you know it's a prayer meeting. I can't afford not to be there. So I will come. You will do everything to be a part of it. You will drink coffee. You will walk. That's why we pray and then we walk around. We don't sit. But baby Christian, but I'm tired. I am tired. Let me sleep a little bit. I'm tired. But you see, mature Christian, you are praying. And you are going. And you are coming. Hallelujah. Amen. 
So the scripture says, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. Tell your neighbor, grow. 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 Say, it is expected of you to grow. Say, enough milk. Enough milk. Say, you have had enough. Hallelujah. Why don't you clap your hands together for the Lord? I think um, we can pause here. And God willing, next week, we will continue where we left off. Stand to your feet. Oh. There are many of us in different areas of our spiritual lives. We are in a baby stage. So, pray to the Lord. Lord, whatever word is there for me, let me have a desire for it that I will grow, I will grow, that I will grow in the name of Jesus, that I will grow in the name of Jesus. We are grateful. We thank you, Lord, for your word tonight. We thank you, Lord, for such wisdom that you impart to us. We thank you, Father, for your Holy Spirit that teaches us we are grateful for the understanding that has come tonight. Oh Lord, we glorify your name. We know indeed you have brought us understanding and a change. And we will have a desire, a desire for the sincere milk of the word, which will cause us to grow in the name of Jesus. Help us, oh God, to have a hunger for the word, a test for the word. For it is this which will make us grow from that baby stage, oh God. We give you glory and we give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now I want to give you an opportunity. Is anyone here tonight? You are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. I want to give you that opportunity. If you are here, you are not born again. You want to give your life to Christ. Just lift up your hands with all eyes closed and every head bow. Lift up your right hand all the way up that way I can see it so that I will pray with you. Is there anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? Oh, Jesus. Father, we are thankful. We are grateful for the gift of salvation. We give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands together for Jesus. We believe you've been blessed by this timely and powerful message. We invite you to join us on Sunday afternoons for our Duel of Heaven service and Tuesday evenings for our Word Power service. For more messages by Rev. Brian Kuma, please subscribe to the QFC Bronx North Podcast or contact us at 929-247-0738. Stay blessed.